0: Welcome to the Dodgers Prospects Podcast. I'm Casey Porter of Dodgers Daily, joined by Tim Rogers of Dodgers 2080. Both of us have been very busy covering these prospects in spring training. And I know, Tim, you just got back from spring training, got a million of those great videos of of these young prospects in action. I know you just got off the phone with one of the scouts, so we're going to talk about that conversation today. So a lot to talk about. Yeah,
1: looking forward to it. Uh, last week I, was one of the funnest ones I think we've ever done, uh, the open mic. And so mm-hmm. this one, a li- there's a slight agenda on this
0: one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so, you know, you just released your, your your top 30 MLB pipeline, in which you know that I'm not real big on top prospects list because there's a million guys like Jordan Leisure and those yeah. guys that aren't on them. Okay, but the one that I actually do – cover every year is the MLB pipeline list because I think they're probably the most connected with how everything goes. They have the best information. That's just my opinion. So I cover that every year. So, Hey, you just released your six part series. So tell us a little bit about that and wanted to wait till Monday. So we didn't have any overlap there. I'm going to be releasing, you know, one on each one of the players. Coming up, and I'm going to reference yours quite a bit, because a lot of your ones, especially the ones of the Rancho guys, you're going to have more information than me. So, hey, go ahead and talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, thanks, Casey. Um, yeah, it's a you know, for me, I look at the list kind of the in kind of the same way you do. Uh-huh. Um, but it, what I, lo- I see out of it is it's, it's players get some spotlight with that, yeah, and some no sometimes guys show up that people haven't heard of, and so that's that's one of the fun things, and it makes you makes you dig in a little bit more. You know, as as prospect guys, we need to be prepared to to talk about certain people and get our eyes on them, and say, of course, there's one guy in that top thirty list. There's like hardly anything Other than some tryout video uh, uh, The, varg- the, uh, the yeah, Vargas Yeah, the other Vargas Yeah, yeah that's Yeah <laughs> I was like, oh boy This is rough yeah. <laughs> I hope I don't get any Copyright
0: violations On this one uh, <laughs> But um, yeah I think I you get know, one Every time I release a video So I stopped worrying About that a long time ago <laughs> <did you? laughs> Yeah,
1: so But it, you know It was fun to do You know It was uh, me and Trinidad um, he, he also goes to Rancho a lot Probably more than I do and, uh, he works as a, he's a translator, but also obviously he knows baseball. So he does his podcast, you know, works with me on some of the podcasts and, you know, I do that with the staff. Um, uh, yeah, it's fun to, to go through the list and, you know, release those, uh, as you know, it's a lot of work to put some of these things together. and Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I am going to cover – I did reach out to Dustin Osler of uh, Dodgers D- Dodgers Digest. I'm going to do a quick one on their top 33. I think there's – it has some cool names in it, including some guys mm-hmm. that got hurt, that need some spotlight again, uh, like Edgardo Enriquez and guys like that. So. Um, those are just you know good informa- good places of information. It's good for fans just to look at, but you take them with the, you know in some ways with a grain of salt. Um, the Dodgers have their
0: own, they have their real list, sure. <laughs> and we don't know sure. what that is. <laughs> yeah, and and I think you know where maybe some of the the disconnect is for me is that fans see this list, and this list isn't at all a list of the guys who are closest to help Los Angeles. <laughs> you know, so right. there's a whole bucket of guys that actually are going to make it to Los Angeles before any of these guys on the – any other guys on the top 30 list that aren't on this list, like a Mark Washington and Nick Robertson, maybe even a Justin Hageman, those Hunter Fiducia, you know, guys like yeah. that, that actually are closer to Los Angeles. So where I think it gets confusing for fans is they think, well, okay, well, Diego Carta is going to be the starting catcher for the Dodgers this year. Well, no, you know, he's still – I mean, he finished last year. Of course, I saw he's on the double-A roster – that's where it can get kind of confusing for the fans. Is these things are right. just projections, you know? And then, yeah. and then you have guys, you know, that you know, like Carlos Duran and Yanel Choi. Yanel Choi mm-hmm. was the Dodgers minor league pitcher of the year in 2021. Who, yeah, just because he was injured last year, now he's not even. <laughs> I mean, he goes, mm-hmm. for, you know, so there's he's not even on the list anymore. So, you know, yeah. th- those there's situations like that 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 you know. For me, make you have to take it with a grain of salt because, yeah. you know, there's guys like Jordan Leisure, Mark Washington, Nick Robertson, Hunter Fiducia, you know, uh Lyle Lockhart Jr., John Rooney, yeah. you know, just there's, I could go up, you know, uh, Kyle Hurt, and then oh, Yoniel Choi, yeah. Carlos Duran. I mean, there's just so many. Car- Carson Taylor, who's always been on the top 30 list, mm-hmm. but because he suffered injury after injury after injury last year, he's not on it anymore. So... Should a guy not right. be on the list because, you know, just simply because, you know, he had a year that he spent fighting injury, which as a catcher, that's mm-hmm. going to happen as you come through. So that that's where, you know, hey, it's entertainment. You know, it's not it necessarily, is. hey, who are the guys that are going to be starting in the L.A. lineup, even in three years, you know. there's, <laughs> I mean, because yeah. we saw last year Dalton Rushing – I mean, he just rushed right in. So who's to say the twenty twenty three class is not going to be somebody else like that? That's just going to take everything by storm. And then also another thing that that this is just my opinion, you know. And really, until you see a guy pretty much in double A, it's hard to tell, you know. I mean, high A is a good level, you know. It is a very good level, but but you know, and and there's a lot of things that you can. There's a lot of takeaways you can take from it. Don't get me wrong, but. Really, until you, you know, when you get that guy in double A, you know, that's where they start really smelling it. It's like, oh man, I'm getting close, right? Yep. And then that's where you start getting the, you know, the big, you've weeded out, you know, so much of the talent. And that's when you're really, I mean, everybody in double A is a major league caliber player. Does it make sense? Yes. Now, they won't all make Absolutely it, but they does. all have major league talent. So really, when they start getting in double A, that's when you can really, really, really start judging. Hey, is this going to be a major league player? Is he going to be able to stick? Those kinds of things. So they're fun, and I enjoyed definitely all of your your six series, and I'm going to enjoy putting all these together. I've got probably uh, about twelve of them done so far. So we got oh, awesome. a bit of work to. Yeah. So are you, are, what, do you have an order that you're doing them in? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to try to go from one to the last. You know. Okay. Uh, and then we might actually combine some of them together as we get down towards, you know, like a Yendry <laughs> Vargas, where there's not a whole lot yeah. of, you know, but yeah, but yeah well Muno- done, Sammy Tim. Munoz. Sammy Munoz also another one. Yeah, there's not a lot out there. Yeah, right. So we're, we're going to combine some of those probably, and then heavily, which you know, you neither one of us like to do, rely on other people's information. I like to use my own eyes, but yeah, it is what it is. Okay, so. Uh, some other topics that we're going to talk about today. Michael Bush, we're going to talk about, you know, just kind of his role in the organization. Hunter Vidusha, the big spring training he's having. Mm-hmm. Eddie's Leonard. Eddie's Leonard. I'm excited to yeah. see, you know, what well, he's really coming into his own. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to have a conversation, start this whole thing out on the World Baseball Classic, which is a very cool event in itself. And I just don't understand and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna preface this by saying I haven't watched a whole lot of it, and it's not because I don't like it. It's just because I watch so much baseball throughout <laughs> the year. You know, I watch. Yeah. Oh my God, I watch almost every one of the minor league games for the four affiliates. I watch almost all the LA games. And then I have my own. <laughs> you know, so right. It's like it's like I just don't have time. You know, so. But I love the World Baseball Classic, I and here's know. one of the angles from a prospect guy that. I just don't understand people that criticize it, and here's my perspective on it. When you take a guy like Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, who's no longer a Dodger, I understand that, but and Austin Barnes, and all these guys, and you put them in the World Baseball Classic, right? Okay, that's competitive at-bats for them, which is Mm -hmm. great, you know? Hey, it's way better for them to have competitive at-bats with adrenaline in games, those veterans. Those are the Mm at-bats they need in spring training. They don't need at-bats against Nick Robertson on field seven with absolutely zero adrenaline on a Tuesday afternoon. Does it make sense? It's better for them to get at-bats in the world. So it's better for the veterans, okay, Mm -hmm. which the club understands. Plus, the clubs have control over, hey, we don't – nobody's going to get overthrown, right? Nobody's going to get overused. And then so what that does is – that opens up all these opportunities for these organizations to play these rookies, like Antonio Knowles, who got on the big field yesterday. Wonderful. Okay? Yeah. So it's a win-win situation for everybody because the club gets their veterans the bats that they need in competitive situations, and they get to put their rookies in the spring training games, and the rookies get to play on the big field, and the veterans get the bats they need. I just don't see where there's... And it's the perfect timing of year because this is exactly yeah. what we need to have during spring. I just don't see the, any negative to the World Baseball Classic. And it's a cool event.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge WBC fan. Um, the first so first one I went to, 2009, Japan versus Cuba. And Cuba. there was this big, tall, left-handed pitcher starting for Cuba that really had trouble finding the plate. The only really, the way he seemed to get guys out was pick them off. His name happened to have been... Araldus. Chapman. Chapman. That was a so that yeah, but Ichiro played in that one, um, and so in Japan one. Thank goodness, uh, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the uh, communists. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> and then um, in 20, 2017, we you know there was uh, the, the semis and quarters were in uh, in uh, in San Diego, so I saw a couple games there. I saw a U.S. play, uh, uh, Venezuela, and then uh, went to the finals up at Dodger Stadium, saw the USA uh, beat Puerto Rico. And it was wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. here I am rooting for freaking Brandon Crawford and Buster <laughs> Posey. I mean, my goodness. But it was kind of an interesting, you know, because, you know, even like with the, you know, I'm rooting for Team USA. And, um, you know, my secondary team is, you know, probably Mexico. And so you go, oh, man, you know, rooting for players I'm not used to rooting for. And that's cool. It's cool. It, it's, um I, I, I think the baseball is fun. Uh, it's a real, sh- you know, it's great to see, you know, Mike Trout get some real spotlight. You know, he plays on a team that ne- hardly makes the playoffs, and then also just to get a glimpse of, uh, you know, Mookie Betts uh, taking extra bases and being, in my opinion, one of the smartest baseball players we've ever seen, um, just the way he behaves, he plays. And oh, I don't know if you saw this. You know, if you, the uh, scout, the uh, these, those are radar things where they track the um, the the sprint speeds and all that, and, and Mookie no, kind of roll, he rolls in like usually at twenty seven point three feet per second. And so people are, and, and including myself, I was literally talking to my wife yesterday. You know, Mookie's really not as fast as you think he is. You know, just sprint speeds right around a little bit above average. Yesterday, he got he got graded at at a twenty nine point six feet per second, which is almost elite. So, never sleep on Mookie bats. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're a fan. I, I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but again, I, I can't so even So let watch me ask as you this. As I if, like if
0: I were to ask you, hey, what are the Downfalls of the World Baseball Classic for somebody who doesn't like it. What would they be? Well, it's Edwin Diaz getting hurt, uh,
1: Altuve getting hurt. It does. It, it injuries. Injuries are going to happen, but guess what? Injuries happen in spring training. Regretfully, I mean, we've lost Gavin Lux for the season. Um,
0: you know, it, it, anytime. So, you're are they going to the happen field. more in a, in a World Baseball Classic than they would in a spring training setting? Do you think? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. I, I just, you know,
1: um, the Diaz thing was part of it. They were celebrating you know well you know (laughs) learn your lessons on that one i guess that's a rough one it's a tough tough one to learn and then you know um altuve got hit by a pitch and that's that's going to happen um it's we've we see justin turner got hit a few years ago remember in the hand it's kind Mm -hmm. of the same injury almost that that i don't know if it's the same injury but it's you know in the hand where he got hit and missed some time so that's just part of you know it's baseball players do get hurt. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see the downside. I don't either, personally. I and and like I said, I
0: really enjoy it. So mm-hmm. th- there's a bias and built-in bias in there, that's for sure. Man, how about you know talk about World Baseball Classic? Big Yermo Zuniga. Yeah. Golly, man, hitting a hundred and two. Oh, he hit a hundred, a 102, then finished the game with his big time slider. And I Good we both posted. Whenever he signed with the Cardinals, of course, he became a free agent. Oh man, that, oh, man. <laughs> this one hurt. Uh, no. That one hurt. It's,
1: oh, it's just a dagger, right? And I'm yeah. really
0: happy for him.
1: He's such yeah. a nice guy, and um, yeah, I really hope he makes the Cardinals roster. I know he's at least he's on the forty man, and that was that was one of the good things. I mean, the Cardinals mm-hmm. saw something, and and something that we've seen. And you know, there's a few other guys just like him, yeah. or well, not just like him, but in that same boat. Where you go, if they were free agents, someone's going to p- go put them on their forty yep. man roster. You know, Nick Robertson, Mark Washington are the top two in my head, yep. real quick. That they're like, you know, they're they're not they're not ones that I guess they want to force on it. Well, like what they do with um, when you real do five. the Rule Five, yeah, where you have to hold on to them on the major league roster. But I guarantee there's plenty of teams out there that would be really happy to have Mark Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for sure. That's another thing on, about. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. On the on the Go forty ahead. man. Just to clarify, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's another thing about the World Baseball Classic is it gives a guy like Guillermo Zuniga, you know, a spotlight to strike out a Mike Trout, you know, in a setting to where people care and are paying attention to it, right? Yeah. And so if that happens in a spring training game on a Tuesday night, people are like, okay, yeah, well, whatever. It happens on a big stage in the World Baseball Classic. People go, oh, wow, who's this guy? He's throwing 102, right? So it gives guys like that a chance to, in my opinion, to spotlight better than they would. Hey, okay, let's move on to our next topic. I wanted to cover that World Baseball Classic. Let me get this off my chest. (laughs) You can do it. Okay, Dodgers either either need to play Michael Bush, give him 300 at-bats at the major league level, or they need to trade him because he's done everything he can do at the at the minor league level he played several years at a top in division one university at north carolina he was fantastic there you know and if you watch division one baseball especially at the level of north carolina these guys are throwing 94 95 96 at that level it's about a, a high a double a level right okay so You know, at least whenever you're talking about the Friday night starters and the Saturday starters and that kind of thing. So there's nothing left for Michael Bush to do at the minor league level if you're just going to send him there and and, and keep him there all year, right? Okay. I mean, I get the, the, the up and down. So we are at a point, my opinion, with Michael Bush, okay, where you either carve out a role for him or you trade him, period. In a discussion. That's where I'm at on him. Am I wrong? I don't. I. I don't think you are. Um. And and
1: I, I've. I've. You know. I've thrown at that. Out there. Not just with Michael, but with a lot of these guys. Play them or trade them. Mm-hmm. Um. There's. You know. We see the same with Outman, right? I mean, these. Yeah. There's still questions if he's going to be on the roster. It's like, what are you watching? <laughs> um. So we'll see. I mean, they. That as we know, the Dodgers have a glut of talent. Um. But they do keep on signing extra, bringing in those veterans. You know, yeah. I think you know there, there's a comfort level there. Um, but I, I just want to see if they just give Bush a, a, or Outman any type of runway. I think they're going to make it really hard for them to keep playing the veterans. Um, and so you know, maybe there's that. When we talked about it, like when it, when they signed. Uh, first Rojas which was wasn't you know that, that trade for Rojas wasn't as bad and then uh, Peralta Peralta was kind of the one that was like ooh yeah. that's really going to impact some people mm-hmm. um, but it's going to also force the Dodgers and force the players to go okay if they really shine you still got you got to play them. you've just got to find a spot for them. and um, you know David Peralta and he's David Peralta has been good in the WBC uh, mm-hmm. he's a good player Um. And so we'll we'll see what happens but yeah with Bush it's just man um, positionally it's an issue um, you know just you know, they're putting Vargas a second and Vargas looking good over there and they must think you know they must have maybe they have in Var- their list they have Vargas higher than Bush um, but yeah it's still there's when they signed JD Martinez that also
0: really put a big block on yep. Bush with the yeah, Martinez and Peralta were the yeah. two big blocks because the path that I saw for Michael was, hey, maybe, you know, you rotate Vargas at a little bit of third base, a little bit of mm-hmm. second base, and then you throw him out in left field. Yep. You know, and then that gives Michael Bush probably a runway or a path to get 200 major league at-bats, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of slip in there from time to time and play some second base. And then every once in a while, you know, J.D. Martinez might need a day off, and then you throw him into that DH role there every now and then. yeah You know, but but the – the you know Martinez becoming the everyday and hey I love the JD Martinez pickup I'm, I don't mean I this did, negatively at all <laughs> you know the two the two pickups that that were, we've talked about them several different times Rojas and Martinez total sense man that's plus plus I don't see any negative to any of it even, I mean even if you say well hey you're taking a bats away from Michael Bush it's worth it to get those two guys those guys are are big time players you know so you know yep. I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest. You know, hey, if you're out there and you're watching this video and you, and you disagree with that, leave a comment. Tell us what you think. You know, I mean, uh, you know, are we wrong there? Do we – I just – as a as a prospect guy that watches these guys, you get attached to them. You, you know, you do the same thing, Tim. You talk yep. to these guys. You see their process. You see their daily grind. They're so close to the major leagues, which is such a different experience than the minor leagues. It's just unbelievable how much different a life yeah. of a major leaguer is. Than a minor leaguer, and they're so close. And all you want, from as a prospect guy like we are, is for these guys to get a fair shake and to actually That's be it. given their chance to show what they can do at the major league level. Whether it be with the Dodgers or even with the Giants, I don't care. You know, I mean, just, hey, give these kids a chance, they're not kids, yeah. but young men, a chance to show if they actually are major league capable. And if they show they're not, fine, at least they had their shot, right? But at least give them yeah. their three hundred at bats or so so they can prove to you, hey, I either am or I'm not. Right? I, I agree. I mean so there are these
1: guys have careers. Yes. This is what they're doing. This is this is what they went to college for. Now I went to college to study computer science. Yeah. And so if someone would have kept holding me back you know, and keeping me from actually making a real sale. And they're trying to keep
0: you in their company, but they're putting uh-huh. you in a situation to where you couldn't go anywhere else. Yeah. And so these guys need to accumulate service time and, and money. They,
1: yeah. you know, they, they, they're everyone's career, you know, relatively speaking. I've been doing this computer science stuff since 1986, so that's a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Major leaguers, you know, these guys, they might they might have a two-year career they may yeah. have a five-year a ten-year career but they have this limited window in which they can make the money that that's there to really to 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 live off of for a while until they transition to something else but a lot of these guys don't have their degree um some of them didn't even go to college so they're all in on this on this and um you know, I'm just—I'm really taking this from a practical matter. If it was my son, my kid, and my my kids are actually about the same age or a little bit older than these guys, yeah, and and going, I really want to see them get get a chance. And so, from that, from just the pure human perspective, going, you know, everyone deserves a shot mm-hmm. at at fulfilling, the, you know, is it when they do the work, you know, and these yeah, guys right. have all done the work, plus um, yeah, and they're ready um they need a shot, so yeah, I'm, I'm it's gonna work out somehow. It's just it is frustrating to watch um I think this offseason, when I first started my lineup list it had four rookies in it, no bias at all in there. I think I had yeah. I had Bush in it, I had Vargas at Outman I had, had Maya, if you recall I had him as my sh- the shortstop and um now there's maybe one, so we'll see. I mean, like, I, I just uh, was uh, talking, uh, inter- interviewing with uh, a guy named uh, Jonah Rosenthal. He's a scout. And it really comes down to trust the process. Mm-hmm. And so, his fans, so we, it's tough. You know, the fans need to trust the process because that's all you got. Um, uh, but at the same time, it is frustrating. And Yeah. Uh, well, Michael yeah.
0: Bush, how old is he? Twenty, 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 twenty-four. 24. This is not going to be very good video or audio right here, but I'm going to go ahead and look that up and see just exactly how old he is. You know, because... I'm up. All right, Michael Bush right here. All right, hold on one second. He is 25, you know, so I get the trust the process thing, okay? Time is now. He's 25, man. I mean... Yeah. What process are we talking about? I mean... Yeah. He's at this point in his life, he's closer to thirty than he is twenty. So yeah. the process has already happened. That's kind of so. Yeah. Where is the end of the process? That's kind of what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I, I, totally team, yeah. I totally agree. I tell you, the team
1: versus, it, yeah, it's team versus individuals. Like, and and you know, the Dodgers, their goal is to, of course, make the team as best as possible, sure. and to have have a guy like Michael Bush there. But you know, we know as the season goes. Uh, Something's going to happen. We already had it with Lux. And, um, you know, someone – they will make a move, I'm confident, this year. Because, uh, as we know, this team is so loaded with prospects. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and I'm trying to make the point, uh, you know, you can do a top 30 on the Dodgers. But I think it was Keith Law said that, you know – even if you you could put thirty through forty in there, and even guys
0: down in the forties are going to be in the top thirty. Yeah, on other teams, well, so, you know, Gus, things like how, that. How about the real five guys? Not any three of those guys were even in the top thirty. Jose Hernandez, <laughs> Gus Farland, and Ryan Noda. Right. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great point. I mean, point. Oh, I mean Jose Hernandez was throwing ninety nine from the left side. Gus Farland was throwing ninety eight. I with know. Ride and Run. Oh gosh, not in the top thirty.
1: Oh, and then you see a guy, you know, Hunter Verducha, who yeah. was uh, eligible for the Rule Five. Uh, you know, I know you wanted to talk about him, and uh, he deserves to be talked about. That guy's a—he's yeah. having a great spring, and you know, where does he go? What do they do with him? I mean, of course, for it'll start, he should be in Triple A this year. He should play a lot. I—I mm-hmm. I tell you, I'd really like to see him. Uh, well, he's making. He's making
0: noise. Yep. Of course, and he finished last year in AAA and finished hitting very well in September. He had almost three hundred in yeah. AAA in September. So another guy that's getting a little older, another guy that's played at the top of Division One baseball. He played at LSU. So, you know, you can add that. In my opinion, you can add that. You know, what's happened at these places like Oklahoma State, LSU, North mm-hmm. Carolina, you know, O'Brate Stadium – has better workout facilities than, say, Bricktown Ballpark, or even. Yeah. You know, e- they just do. They're they're building these college facilities. Oh yeah. With gigantic weight rooms and and they all now have the Rapsodos and TrackMan machine and all the mm-hmm. met. You know, you go to the games and you can see the vertical drop and the horizontal. You see all that, you know. So the, co- yeah. you know, five six years ago colleges didn't have any of that ma- the machinery. You know the the professional facilities did so. You know, hey, it's a viable option for a kid to stay in college and pitch in college instead of playing, say, at, at Rancho. Does that make sense? Because yeah, absolutely. You have, you have you have every, you know, you're still facing the 94, 95 at the college level. You are you have all the great instruction. You have all the data. You know, you don't have as many people to break it down as you do maybe in a professional setting. So you can add that year that he spent at LSU, in my opinion, to his basically his professional his professional experience because playing at LSU in the SEC every weekend and facing yeah. guys like Lyle Lockhart <laughs> Jr., right? right? I mean, that's pretty much like playing, you know, at, at a at an A, high A, maybe even a double-A level if you have a Friday night setup with yes. two, you know, first-round draft picks. So big-time experience for Hunter Fiducia. He showed he can produce at the triple-A level, and he is absolutely taking advantage of his opportunity. An opportunity he's been given going back to original – Conversation Mm -hmm. by the World Baseball Classic because both catchers, Will Smith and Hunter and Austin Barnes, are playing in the World Baseball Classic. So another scenario where that event gave a young prospect in Hunter Fiducia a chance, and he's taking advantage of it. Exactly, and and it it, and they are they're they're not auditioning
1: for one team; they're auditioning for thirty, and so there you know there's going to be some moves i don't know if you've seen some of the transaction lists but you know it's that time of the year when some players do get released but i uh, you know the dodgers they, they don't have guys i mean i'm sure there's some someone's going to show up and it's going to you know break our hearts but um there's also going to be some moves there's going to be some little trades that'll happen um they they have to make some of these some of these guys they're just there's just too many too much blockage and they're not Correct. giving them much chance and I, I think Hunter is a great candidate for that some teams got to be going let me get that guy I can they yeah. can definitely put him on his on their on their forty man and um and have him ready to go I mean the Dodgers use that that's that's they save a spot on the forty man by not putting a guy like Hunter on it um. By, and they're going to use, uh, was it, Fritis and uh, Mazzica, um to to be that guy that if, uh, you know, Will Smith goes on maternity or something like that, they'll bring up a Fritis and then he'll get DFA'd afterwards and then go back to OKC. But if they do that with Fiducia and they DFA him, someone's claiming him. Mm hmm. Um, it's the you know Tony Walters type thing they did, and they were going to do that with Chad Wallach last year. So they, they always have that guy ready to go to you know
0: just to. Although case I will injury. say this, they haven't had a triple-A catcher like Fiducia that mm-hmm. is major league ready from a prospect perspective. In a I don't, who I don't know who the last one would be. You had cause you had uh, K-Bert, K-Bert. you had Will, yeah, and yeah. they were. I mean, Cabert was was a little bit below. He was always behind Will. Coming through yeah. the system, Will always yeah. started over Cabert, and then Will always got promoted before Cabert. But between Will and Cabert, there really hasn't been a catcher prospect in the organization that's been threatening the major league level like Hunter Fiducia has. So I think they've been in a situation from an organizational perspective where they've had to go out and get a Chad Wallach or a Tony Walters or a Jack Murphy or somebody like that that you know an older guy that that they could plug in. They have that guy now with Hunter Fiducia that is ready for Major League time. He's showing it in spring training. So I'll be curious to see if Will Smith does get injured, will they go vet or will they give Hunter the the chance to go up and and see what he can do at the Major League level? Because the one thing you're going to get every time Fiducia catches, you're going to get great defense. You're going to get a guy that's a big target behind the Mm plate. You're going to get a guy that receives the ball well, and you're going to get a guy that's really chill, works with the pitchers very well. He blends in very well. And a guy that knows how to call pitches, yeah, yeah and a left-handed he, swing, right. The,
1: the only issue becomes he, he, he'd have to go in the forty man, and they, they, yeah. you know, they, 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 they treat those positions like gold during the season because mm-hmm. you know how they they want to get five hundred pitchers on, you know, th- going through the system mm-hmm. <laughs> during during just sure. at sure. the major league level. <laughs> so that's usually the issue there. <coughs> now you sure. you want so you also brought up you know. Uh, f- definitely a favorite, uh, Eddie's Leonard. Um, you know, we and I, I don't think we're going to get to it today. We wanted to talk about you know the Tulsa and OKC rosters a bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much we'll get Make to that show a next weekend. I want to. I'm going to just throw this out there as a question to you: Do you think that Eddie's
0: maybe sk- skips Double A and goes to Triple A? Uh well they just signed a shortstop at, at at for the AAA level. I can't remember the name. I always forget the name. They signed him about a week or two ago. Was uh, it Castillo?
1: Yvonne Castillo?
0: I don't think so. That doesn't sound that didn't there's sound a, right. There's
1: there. Bry, Bryson Brigman. Um but Bryson's Bryson's a second baseman. I mean I'm just looking at what they have as infielders and you know uh, Devin Mann might be the best shortstop on that thing. He's really not, not much, you know, He's not doesn't play much shortstop. And then, well, infields on double on A, you've got uh, uh, betting court, of course. Then Clayton Daniel. Yeah, he's, he's been on a
0: restricted list. list for the last,
1: yeah, yeah, all I, last year,
0: yeah. At least. Eddie's, there's really not. So a, I think the guy I was shortstop. thinking about was Brighman. You're saying he's a yeah, second baseman? He's, he's a not second baseman. He's stop shortstop. Okay. I
1: never, yeah, I saw him at spring training only at second base. Okay,
0: all right. Well, so and, I, I think there's, I think it's interesting. <laughs>
1: Just want to throw that out. That there. leaves a hole.
0: <laughs> yeah, that does leave a hole, and yeah, and you know, and here's another thing too that would suggest what you're saying and moving Eddie's straight up to AAA is that man, you below Eddie's, you got Freeland, you got Ooh. Taylor Young, you got Sean McClain. You got Rain Don Cone. You've got all these. I mean, you've got a logjam of shortstops below the Eddie's Leonard level that all need to play every day at shortstop. So if yes. you did move Eddie's Leonard to Triple A, I think you probably move Alex Freeland to Double A. That puts Sean McLean, the, yeah. the starting shortstop, do what? Yeah, he's the oldest of them, uh, Freeland, or or even Austin Gothier, You know, but I think Gothier probably oh, gosh, profiles a yeah. second. I think he's probably going to be in a second baseman. Okay, so, uh, you know, and then I think that probably, you know, either – you know, and then and then you can move McLean maybe up to high A Great Lakes, at mm-hmm. least in a, at a quick pace. That gives Rain Don Cone the ability to be the everyday shortstop at, at Rancho for a while, and I think that gets every one of your young shortstop prospects the everyday playing action at shortstop that they yeah. need. You know, there's no reason to have Sean McClain and Alex Freeland – and Rain Don Cone on the same roster, like you had at the end of last year. Right, that and makes it tough uh, for everybody. Yeah, and yeah. You know, so
1: I don't know if we talked about this last week, but one of the most impressive players at spring training, Wilman Diaz. Yeah, the yeah. Kid. Talented kid. And you know what? He's playing with a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. He was out, and he was hitting the ball, making a lot of contact. You know, twenty twenty two spring training, he barely made contact. Twenty twenty three, he's making a lot of contact. Yeah, um, I'll probably do a little bit, little, sh- little short series on him, um, but he is—he looks really good. And it's another guy. So what I saw, they had—they uh, call him Donkey out there, the Donkey and Diaz switching. Every day. So, one was at second, one was at short. Next mm-hmm. day, one was at second, one was at short. And then, you know, there's even more. There's, a was it, uh, Perez? Um, I can't remember. Uh, Nico Perez was drafted. They drafted a ton of shortstops in, mm-hmm. in 2022. So, there is a log jam. And I think Eddie's, I mean, he's on that 40, man. And it's regretful that, you know, Lux went down. But, you know, and I think that actually makes it a little more urgent that mm-hmm. they get Eddie's ready to go just in case and maybe it's more for next year there's no guarantee that Luxy's going to be 100% when he comes back i mean i hope he is cuz man it still breaks my heart i saw him in yeah. the locker room you know and and with that huge brace it just uh you know you know you just want to cry for the guy yeah, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> but but Eddie's i mean he's getting a lot a of, lot of run out there and yep. he's been productive. I can't remember his, I haven't looked at his latest numbers. I mean, like, it's just so much baseball going on and yeah. so yeah. much life
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying no to put
1: all these videos together and all that stuff. Like, ah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He just keeps yeah. getting bigger and stronger and building into his body and just keeps getting better. Talking about Eddie's Leonard. Hey, it's coming down to the yes. end. We've got about a minute left, Tim. Final thoughts. Yeah. Um, there's
1: the, uh, the 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 talent stack it's just huge and and a guy like Michael Bush to bring that up again he's ready James Altman, he's ready it's mm-hmm. it's time for them to play and so you know uh, we uh, you almost want to go out there and you know get a picket sign and stuff like that get them get them in the lineup and yeah um you know hopefully that uh, things need to resolve for both those gentlemen mm-hmm. this year they, yep. it has to resolve uh it's not fair to go any further than than maybe another three
0: months yeah that's all we're saying and and we both if you follow the show at all hey we are the the front office always makes the right decision this is not a criticism of anybody it's not a criticism of the front office this is just our experience with these players this is how we feel about their Mm -hmm. career this is how we feel about where they're at right now and so You know, that's what this show is for us, for us to give us our opinion, right? So, hey, fans, just a reminder, if you like this video, if you like this kind of content, go ahead and click that like button, leave a comment, tell all your friends about Dodgers prospects, and go ahead and be a subscriber and click that notification button. So every time we release a new episode, you will be notified and the Dodgers prospects podcast can continue to grow. Hey, fans, as always, thanks for tuning in and go Dodgers.